Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your local radio station. Tanashi Talk Radio. It's Friday, May the 7th. Welcome along to our coverage of the Senate elections 2021. Joining me in the studio today is Gwynoro Jones, former MP for Commandantshire and our political analyst. We'll be bringing you all the results as they come in, along with interviews with the candidates involved in the election process. Welcome along. My name's Alan Evans. This is Clinetly Talk Radio. Hello, yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, John, you sound full of life, my friend. Well, the sun is shining and I've had my double vaccination, so I'm hoping the world might start going back to normal quite soon. That's you never right. Know. Well done. So, talking of normal, what do you reckon about this campaign then, generally, first of all? Well, generally, I think it's been very unexciting and very flat. Now, I know that uh, COVID has, to some extent, uh, affected the way people campaign. But I know that campaigning, or traditional campaigning, has been allowed, what, for the last two or three weeks? So there's really no excuse for not getting the calls and the knocking on door and the meetings. And I think it's been... Ex- I, 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 this might well enter the uh, Chronicles as the most boring election campaign on record, you know. <laughs> oh, I tend to agree with you because I walked around a fair bit not canvassing or anything of that kind. Hardly saw any poster. I think I saw one Welsh Lib Dem poster and three Adam Price posters over the whole three weeks. And, uh, Indeed. Yeah, that's all. It, it's, it was only, uh, And talking of Adam Price, how do you think Adam performed? I just don't think he comes over. Um, no, no, no personal. Uh, not, you know, not personal here. He's a nice person, but I think uh, there's this awful, there's a strange English word called charisma. Yeah, uh, and he and he just doesn't have it. I mean, Nicola Sturgeon has this personality. Um, Salmon has this presence. I mean, even Boris. I mean, everybody regards Boris as a clown, which he is. But I mean, it comes over. There is there is a persona, there is a personality, and I I just don't think that Adam just doesn't have that kind of persona. Do you, um, do, do you think that's on. a bit? Do you think that's a bit unfair? You know, what I mean? it, it it wasn't an election for charisma, was it? Is is that, Don't you think the whole COVID thing was like a heavy burden on us all? Oh, I think COVID has, uh, has affected everything. But I, I, I repeat, I think uh, if you're a marginal politician, if you like, with a, if you like a marginal view, then to some extent that's made up for by presence, by personality, yes. by charisma. I mean, it's yes. the kind of thing 
I mean, I mean, you know, Gwyneth Evans was was I, I thought a weak personality in many ways, but he had a charisma. Yes, that's true. He, he, had, he had a status that people I will remember in the sixties and seventies that nobody can ever call him Gwyneth. He was always referred to as Mister President because there is this status he had. Yeah. Yeah, but but, but I, I, think... I, I, I don't think Adams got that. No, I think if, if I was to make a comment on Adam, it was he didn't make much play of the independence issue. Now, you know, in Scotland, Sturgeon never fails to talk about it, never <laughs> fails to emphasise the Scottish message all the time. I don't know. Um, do you think uh, Adam is afraid of asking the question? Yes. Yes. There is, it's strange, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, only this morning about the results, just on a chat on the phone. Clyde Cymru has consistently, consistently, since the days of Gwynfor Evans, since the days of Gwynfor Evans, has consistently denied, consistently hidden from the independence issue. I And I am convinced for what it's worth is that this current interest in independence from Adam Price and Plaid Cymru is simply a reaction to the growth of organisations like Yes Cymru. I'm convinced of that. His heart isn't in it. Plaid Cymru as an organisation's heart isn't in it. It's a party consumed with various different issues which have nothing to do with independence. As you rightly observe, Nicola Sturgeon has stuck to her guns and said, this is what we believe in, good bad or indifferent. And, you know, I was thinking this morning of the number of people who've stood for Gullard, for Propel as independents, who are former members of Plaid Cymru. The one who stands out to my astonishment, uh, you probably know this, the uh, the um, Gullard candidate for police commissioner in, in South Wales, uh, uh, I think it's Gwent, is Clayton Jones. Now, Clayton Jones was a leading councillor in Plaid Cymru, a very committed nationalist, very liked, very active, very committed. Uh, and, and he is standing against Plaid Cymru. Now, people like, like, like him are sending a message that the party doesn't seem to understand. John, um, the manifesto and the mantra we're hearing from Labour and Plaid Cymru, Conservatives for that matter, is jobs, 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 thousands of jobs, no unemployment, no, under, no 16-year-olds out of work. Uh, you are an expert on this, on the economy. Have they got things wrong here? Is this just bluster in the wind? Can they deliver on these promises? It's a big, a big ask, isn't it? The answer to that, of course, is we can't deliver on these promises. It's very, very easy to say we're going to conjure up this number of jobs here, there, and everywhere. But actually, these things simply don't happen overnight. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to learn the lessons of history. The best lesson of history, perhaps, is the, the Marshall Plan in Europe after the Second World War. The, 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 the victors sat down and thought very carefully, how do you rebuild the shattered economy over a period of time? Now, I'm not suggesting for a minute that the economy of Wales is as shattered as the European economy was after the Second World War, but the approach needs to be the same. And what we've got is piecemeal ideas. We've got no one sitting down and saying, look, where were you going to be in 2040? That's the target. Where are we going to create jobs? And I think the thing that, that really annoyed me, Alan, about this particular election is how many of the parties talked about the, 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 the future being built on green jobs. Now, I wish somebody would tell me what a green job is. Does it mean we all dress up as Martians, maybe? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 
uh, you know, perhaps we all play the incredible Hulk in school plays or something. Uh, and we've had this nonsense play into the gallery. Oh, we'll create lots of green jobs, problem over. It's not, it's not as simple as that. It needs a long-term, well-thought-out programme to rebuild, certainly the Welsh economy, and for that matter, parts of England which are just as badly off. Yeah. See, the, the other thing, John, is back with Gorono again. The other thing is, I don't think the Welsh politicians uh, in the Senate are, are being straight to the Welsh people about the powers, the very limited economic powers we have. If you look at the Welsh budget, I don't think 10%, less, less than that, is involved with any economic powers whatsoever. It's health, education, social care, uh, and many other things. The, the powers of the Assembly in terms of job creation is very limited. Would you agree with that? Strange enough, Gunnar, I don't. Um, strange enough, I don't. Um, things like education feed into economics. Things like planning, local authority planning, feed into economics. And I think I remember uh, giving a talk after the 1997 referendum about the powers of as the, the assembly then was. Remember that the the Senev is now is has the powers of the Welsh Development Agency quite clearly written in. It has the powers of the Development Board for Rural Wales quite clearly written in. It has powers able to add to access the National Loan Fund, for example, and the powers of economic development lie clearly, clearly and explicitly with the Senev. Well, now, one, clearly, and by the way, and clearly there are other economic powers they don't have control over interest rates, for example. Uh, but that doesn't matter in this age, can these interest rates are at zero? So much of the mechanisms for, for driving economic growth actually do lie with the Senate. It's are, the are problem. You, uh, we're coming but, to the end, John. Are you saying that they don't use those powers well enough, effectively enough? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, they, uh, they, the powers that they have are not quite clearly not being used. It's all very well throwing money about on some of these job-saving schemes of years past. But the Welsh Development Agency, for example, had had planning powers, building factory building powers, uh, financial powers. The development board for rural Wales had even wider powers in terms of economic development. Those powers exist. The, the staff, it's quite a large staff, actually, in the economic development unit, because I, I was for a short time an advisor there, though so, uh, the then minister clearly didn't like what I was saying. Surprise, surprise. Um, the, the basic problem, I think, has been we've had one, two, three, three economic development ministers who know nothing about economics. <laughs> it's as crude as that. Right, Dr. Go on. No, Dr. John Bolt, thank you very much. It's been uh, an education, as, as always, on the economy. Um, we're going to go now to uh, listen to uh, Leslie Gilbert. He's a shopkeeper in Llanetli, and this is what he had to say. If you want to tune in, John, it's on uh, llanetlionline.news. There's a media player there. Click on the link, and you can hear us live okay. all day covering the election. Well, but like, thanks for speaking It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Good no back. problem. Ta-da. Ta-da. There we go. That was Dr. John Ball, uh, an expert on the economy, we should say. My calculation is Labour will have 25, the Tories will have 9, and Ply Cymru will have 5. Mm. Although it's not been declared, I doubt whether um, uh, Blackwell and Radner will be won by the Liberal Democrats, unfortunately for Bill Blower, but that's how it goes. Mm. Now then, 
to be in majority government, Labour needs 31. Mm. So they're six short. People say you can govern with just 29, 30. Mm. Yes, uh, one or two people have tried it before. Rodri Morgan uh, did it. But in the end, he had to agree some sort of a deal with somebody. So, how does Labour go from 25, say, to 29? They need to win some four regional seats. And it can be done. It can be done. So, the betting is, I suspect, that Labour will end up with around 29 seats. <clears throat> and that is a surprise. Mm. Because... Everyone thought that the Tories would make their gains in, north of, in the north of Wales, Wrexham, Delhin in particular, Cloyd South, but they did. They did manage one. And people were talking of one or two others. Then, of course, the biggest shock, I suspect, in terms of Plaid Cymru was Leon Wood losing. Mm. Now, that was a real surprise. Um, uh, quite frankly, Plaid have had a disaster, pretty I was going to say the word disastrous, and it's wrong, really. But a poor result. You know, when you look at results, people will say that the analysis will be compared with 2016, which is fair enough, the last Senate. And in that, I think Labour is up about 5%, but both Conservatives and Plaid Cymru are down, and the Liberal Democrats were frankly decimated. But when you compare these elections with the general election, only a year and a half ago, the Tories are down 10%, and Plaid Cymru are down 12%. Mm. Now, you've got to ask a question, how is it that Plaid Cymru did so much better in the, Sen in the Westminster elections than in the Senate election? You know, the, the Senate should be their strong point, really, mm. but they've done worse. That in 2019. Will Adam Price survive as the leader then, given that? Well, he'll have questions to answer, no doubt. Um, you know, they could end up in double figures. They could end up with about 10, maybe 11 at the end of the day. And the But the Tories, I believe, will be in the opposition. <laughs> Not like Cymru. You've, you've always uh, said that Reena Pjorworth might have been a better candidate for leader. Sorry? Rina Pjorworth might have been a better candidate for leader. Well, at the time, not that I had any influence of any kind, but uh, all the stuff I was writing was they should vote for Rina Pjorworth. Mm. And there were many reasons for that, which we won't go into them. You know what I mean? Adam, under the best definition, has had a checkered career. Mm. Uh, you know, why did he finish being an MP? in 2010, when he had a safe seat. Mm. You know, what on earth went on when his business uh, went into serious trouble? Uh, you know, the, he's a charismatic guy, I'm told. Uh, I don't quite see it, but he's a good speaker. He's a good interviewer. Um, but maybe he's over-ambitious. Mm. And that has been the accusation I have heard from many over the years. And for instance... Their manifesto was 129 pages long. Unbelievable. You know what I mean? The, the, what on earth was it that long for instead of identifying key areas? Mm. And there will be one other question, of course. 
did he play the independence argument correctly? Yes, he will have, he will have questions. I'm just watching the, uh, the 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 result of Lee Waters, Tlanesti, uh, Halle Mary Jones. It's just on now. What uh, is majority? Well, they're just announcing now what the result is. I'll tell you now. Uh, uh, Lee Waters has been elected. It's probably gone. It's probably gone up uh, a, a fair bit. It was only three hundred last time. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the number, but uh, he's been elected anyway. Um, yes, well, if the trend if the trend is the same as with the rest of Wales, the Labour vote is up everywhere, up by about five percent compared to twenty sixteen, but just up a little bit compared to the twenty nineteen general election. The big shock is a poor return for Tories and a pretty poor one for Plaikumbri as well. And for the Lib Dems, this is what's interesting. It's historical in this way as well. It is probably the first time, well, in a long, long, long time, that there is no constituency MP for the Liberals in the Senate or Westminster. Mm. You know, that's uh, uh, historically, that, that is hard to take in mm. because, you know, the, the bastion of Wales at the end of the 19th century, the beginning of the 20th century, they've hardly ever been out of the picture in many, many constituencies. But to end up in Westminster and the Senate with no MP or MS, that's, that's a heck of a blow. Well, it's been a, a nine-hour day, and uh, we're absolutely, you know, we've recovered this. I think we've done reasonably well compared to, uh, you know, uh, well, I don't know what else there is around. I mean, the BBC have been doing things, you know, obviously you know, the big players have been doing stuff, but I think we've done well. We've covered a huge area. We've interviewed so many people. Um, we are hoping Lee Waters will call us now um, shortly with his... Uh, uh, for an interview after winning Tlanesli. That was uh, one of the marginals. So, Gwenoro, um, because you're on the mobile and Lee Waters is going to phone the mobile, I'm going to have to say uh, that's it for us for this evening. Oh, that's fine. No and, problem. And, it's, been, it's, been, it's been very good. Maybe we'll do another one tomorrow when the final, final result is known. Yeah, we can do something on the regionals and the final result, it's, yeah. Well, but, but the problem will be, you see, if Labour going to go it alone on, say, 29, just short of a real majority, they will have to form a government programme that keeps Plycumbry happy. Mm. You know what I mean? They, or they will always be, they will always be um, on, on a knife edge as to the votes in the Senate. They've got to somehow... Even though there won't be, might be a coalition, or there'll have to be behind-the-scenes agreement that Pride in general accepts Labour's new government policy. Mm. Okay, well That's we'll how see. I did. We'll uh, we'll have a look at tomorrow then. But for now, I'll. I shall leave it there, and it's been great. A good day, as I said, and uh, covered an, an yeah, awful lot. Good. So no problem. That's fine. Don't worry. Thank you. Thanks for your help, and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, that's OK. OK, Diol. Right, right. Your local radio station. We are Flashy Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.